0: going to partake of communion we're going to approach the table of grace the table of grace it means anyone can partake oh sorry you only told me you only told me that you're <laughs> going to call call richard communion. Can I get you guys to pass out the emblems?
1: Faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the words of God. The word about God, from God, or Christ, I should say, from Christ, not God. So, faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. And that's Romans ten seventeen. Allow me to show you more about things from the story of the woman in Mark 5 whom Jesus healed from the flow of blood that has caused her great suffering for 12 years. We saw in the last reading that her miracle began when she heard about Jesus. What did she hear about Jesus? What do you think the woman heard about Jesus that was so powerful. For 12 years, she has been bleeding. According to the Levitical law, she was unclean. Whoever touched her or even touched anything she sat on was also considered unclean, Leviticus 15, 19, 25. This means for 12 years... She has been shunned and ostracized. For 12 years, she was not allowed to touch anyone, so, she, could, uh, she, would not, uh, so she, she would not defile them. Can you imagine living a life where everything, every single day, you are painfully reminded, painfully reminded of how unclean, how impure, and how disqualified you are. You can even relate that with uh, with yourself. Like, are you disqualified? Are you uh, impure? But then she heard something about Jesus. What did she hear about Jesus? She heard something that caused hope to spring up in her jarred heart and give her the face to believe she would be made well simply by touching his clothes. She heard something that gave her the boldness to resolve the press she, uh, uh, to and resolve to press her weakened, weakened body through the entire crowd, even though the Levitical law forbade her from touching anyone. Most of all, she heard something that caused her to believe that in spite of the fact she was unclean, she would receive healing. That, uh, that is what I want you to hear about our Lord Jesus today. In spite of the fact you are unclean, in, fa- uh, in spite of the fact you have failed, in spite of the fact that, uh, that there is, is sin in your life, you can receive healing. I mean, she was bleeding. she was still whatever situation she was in. Don't allow man's tradition to keep you away from your loving Savior. Come to him just as you are. You uh, you do not need to do anything to qualify yourself. You do not need to wash yourself clean before you can approach him. You do not have to long for his touch from a distance, wishing you were good enough or just pure, pure, or pure enough. Come to him with all your sins, And with all your burdens, come to him the way you are. He will make you clean. The same Jesus who gave his body for your healing also gave his blood for your forgiveness. Come to him. And then today's thought, the Bible does not tell us exactly what this woman heard about Jesus. But I could very well imagine what it might have been. But in, but I uh, submit to you that she must have heard stories after stories of how Jesus healed the sickness everywhere he went. He must, uh, she must have heard how good and gracious he was, regardless of how imperfect the one who came to him for healing were. The result, faith ignited in her. And, more, um, and the moment she touched the hem of his garment, she received her miracle. What are you hearing about Jesus? Yeah. Be- and in today's prayer, Beloved Lord Jesus, Thank you for the truth. I am hearing about you and, your, uh, and you, about you and for your invitation to, uh, uh, to come just as I am and allow you to make me clean, because you gave your body for my healing and my blood for, for, for my forgiveness. I believe I am qualified. Right now. I simply receive my healing and all that I need from you. Amen.
2: So let's take the cracker. So Lord, we come as we are. We come as we are. We thank you that as your children, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That doesn't change. We are accepted in the Beloved. We thank you that nothing can separate us from your love. And so we come with this truth, and we honor the work of the cross. We honor, we honor you, Jesus, that you allowed your body to be broken so that we could know healing and freedom. Partake now of this cracker in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just thank you for this, this cup of juice which represents the blood of Jesus shed for us. We thank you for the power in the blood of Jesus. We invite your precious, powerful blood just to wash over us, our families, our situations, those who need healing. Lord, we just invite, invite your precious, powerful blood to wash over us. And as we take this cup, we say yes and amen to all that was accomplished for us on the cross. In Jesus' name, let's partake.
0: Amen. You know, when you when you know the, the stories or the or perspective in a scripture, you know, we just read it sometimes, but when you actually know what was going on at the time, it, um, it, it really opens it up a lot more. I, I never knew, before, well, up until about a year ago, that the lady that had the issue of blood had it for 10 to 12 years with no, with no solution. Um, anybody remember what Sue shared about last week? The one word that... It was burning in me this week and it was burning in Maureen too. She has, some, she has something to share with us. But I, I mean, just imagine that when that lady finally had an option. When she, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps, I think I should tell you. <laughs> when she realized that there was, there was someone that could heal her she wasn't allowed to touch anybody. They would be unclean. I can't. For, for 12 years? And I, I think of some of the people that we, we look after on the street. I, I remember one time when I had the, had the store and there was um, oh, a tra- transgender lady before there was ever information on that. Everybody in town knew, and she was ostracized, and uh, no one came close to her because she had AIDS at the time, and that was a fearful thing. And she came into the store, and her bike was broken, and she came in and said, do you, do you have a nut for this piece? So I went and got one nut from the back of my store, and I, I, I think of this is, must be what the lady that touched Jesus' garment must have felt, I just got to touch him. I just got to touch him. I haven't touched anybody for 12 years. So I got the nut for her, and I put it in the palm of my hand, and I, I went like this, and she touched me, and she wept. She said, I haven't, I haven't touched anybody in a long time. I said, good, good grabbed her hands, and blessed her. But can you imagine that? That the lady in the crowd, and Jesus knew. What did he say? It says he felt righteousness. Leave him. And he wanted to find out who. And he asked his disciples. They said, "How how, how can we find that out? Look at all the people crushing in on you. But she knew. And at that point, she had one Mindset, and that was that was the word that Sue sh- shared about last week. What's our mindset, Maureen? You come? I think I think Maureen and I were in the same place all week.
3: But yeah. <laughs> well, I brought with me some ridiculously good <laughs> ideas, so that's what my book says. Okay, it's funny. I've been working all week and. And I don't know if this is there. Can you all hear me? And then uh, I did my last one. I woke up from graveyard shift Saturday morning. I woke up and I was preaching a sermon. And I went, well, that's weird. I'm, I'm not a preacher, right? And then God had me sit down and, and write kind of a sermon, a <laughs> little mini-sermon on, uh, on some stuff. So uh, it's titled, Make Him the King of Your Mind, A Practical Application. It's funny, because I'm not a very practical person, so for God to have me write this is kind of (laughs) crazy, All right, so um, we all know faith and love manifest from our hearts, right? Well, where does fear manifest? Anybody? In our minds, (laughs) right? That's where fear comes from. And so picture, if you would, your mind is the battleground for your soul, all right? We got a lot of internal dialogue going on upstairs. So, um, who's really free from guilt, fear, shame, condemnation? Are we really fear- free from that? It's what our Bible says we are, but are we living that way? Is there all this stuff coming into our mind that's that's hindering that? Right? Does it does it set you back? I don't know. Um, well. If we got all this stuff coming in our brain, what's the nature of that? Who's that coming from? Is that God's voice or your enemy's voice? It's the enemy, right? And are we hearing our enemy more than we're hearing what God's saying, right? Those are just some questions to ask yourself, right? Like we all have this stuff going on in in our heads, and and we need to identify it. And then what can we do about it? <clears throat> some of us. We're living too much up here and not enough in here. Right, amen? So, what do we do? Well, first of all, if you're not reading your Bible, you're without your sword, amen? Ephesians 17, (laughs) we all know it. Okay, well, everyone remember the 90s? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Well, let's go to our Bible, Matt chapter four. Jesus was tempted by the devil, right? And what did he do? Every time that fiery dart from the enemy came at him, what did he do? He declared the word of the Lord. Amen? (laughs) That will not live by bread alone. Don't touch the Lord your God and only worship the Lord your God. Every fiery dart of the enemy that came at him, he declared the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen? Okay, so all those negative thoughts, In your past, that come up, oh, you're not worthy. You're not good enough. What do we do? Well, how about we declare the, the word of the Lord, the finished work of the cross? Is that not what we believe? It's in our Bible, right? So praise him. Thank you, God. God, thank you for sending your only son to die for me, to wash away my sin so that you would remember it no more. Do we believe that? Declare it. Yeah. Declare it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Another thing. Your enemy can't stand worship and praise. Why do we sing in church? <laughs> Amen, it helps clear the air. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we can all learn a song from the world, and you can't tell me you don't know Twinkle Twinkle or row, row Row Your Boat, all right? We've all learned songs since we were little. Can we learn a song that declares the glory of God? Can we, can we take the time to do that? That's a weapon. That's a tool for your toolbox. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> okay, so there's that person. you. You know, my life's real good, except for my job really sucks because I have to work with Nancy, and Nancy's just an awful person, and she treats me like this. And, oh, Lord, I love her, but I don't have to like her. Do we all see this kind of stuff in our heads? What can we do? Are we driving down? If only this whole lane of the highway was mine, and no one else was in my way right are we all do we all do this i'm guilty i've done this i've had these conversations in my head well, what do we do about it if we sat down and got to know with about nancy maybe we find out she's got some junk in her life and she needs to be set free but how is she going to be set free if we're not living by example if we're not free amen don't don't we need to imitate the father Jesus imitated the Father. So if we sit down and start blessing those people, maybe, maybe that person that got that healing, that was your healing, and now we can't be, we can't be joyful about it because <laughs> that was ours. No, no, these are fiery darts. Let's, let's just apply some practical things to chase out the enemy. So pray for them. Love your brother as yourself, right? Pray for them like you want somebody to pray for you. Amen? Can we put our hearts there? <clears throat> I mean, we're always going to be tempted by the enemy. He's not going away. Okay? Not till Jesus comes. <laughs> so, he's going to tempt us. We're going to go through tests. But I'm telling you, he's not going to come around as often. Right? I, uh, I can give you an example of me being at work. If y'all don't know, I'm... I work in prison. It's a pretty dark place. It's like, oh, i got to work that side. Oh, those people, they're real jerks, you know? What ugh, What do I do? Well, I put it in my heart going, you know what? I'm, I'm not working for people. I'm working for the Lord. Amen? So, I'm... Got a lot of seniority work, so I get some pretty gravy posts, but, you know, we all have to do range walks at night, and it's nighttime, and you're all by yourself, and you're walking through, you know, checking on everybody, and they're always going to make comments and say nasty things to you. I put it in my heart that everybody that says something to me, I'm going to pray for. Okay? I'm telling you, it wasn't very long till nobody started saying anything to me. It was really weird. I was hoping that somebody would say something to me in silence. So then I'm like, okay, well nobody's talking to me. Everybody that makes a moan or a sneeze or something. I'm telling you I can't tell you how many nights I walk by there and dead silence in prison. Amen. Amen. So we need to imitate the Father, because Jesus imitated the Father put on righteousness. It's time we clean up our minds. And here's some tools for you. Right? So take back control from your enemy. Make God, make Jesus the king of your mind. Amen. (laughs) That's it.
0: Thanks, Maureen. Anyone else?
4: Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. So, here's what I heard from the Lord for us to, uh, today. You can't change the time, but you can change the clock. It's like setting your watch to the right time. I believe that the Lord wants this shared today before Easter. I believe what the Lord is saying. Because Canada and his people humbled themselves, prayed and fasted, and in his name, and prayed for healing of his land, just like in Chronicles 7.14, that we are going to see a dawning of a new day, one where the Lord wants to answer an array of prayers, prayers for the hopeful, prayers for the needy, prayers for the ones that can't pray for themselves. Prayers for healing. The hours will soon seem to tick on by, but the Lord is saying, stay in your lane and stay hopeful. He wants us to pray our prayers by pushing them through. Push your prayers on through, says the Lord. We can do that by praying with vigor or with a liveliness. And in this, we will develop a deep expectation in our hearts. Your miracle or answer from the Lord is coming soon, where soon you will be able to present your healing or an answer to prayer, even a miracle, in front of others. Just as Peter presented Dorcas, who was raised from the dead. In Acts 9, 36-42, roughly, it says, starting in 36, In Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha, which was also translated as Dorcas, who was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time she became sick and died. So they urged Peter to come and help at once. So Peter was seeing all the mourners, and he was, they were sharing how wonderful of a lady she was and that she was a wonderful seamstress. So Peter sent them all out of their room. And then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called the believers and the widows and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. So I believe what the Lord is saying, we just need to present our miracles to the Lord. We need to present them in front of others. That's important. Our answers to prayer, because it says here in the last verse, it says, because many people believed in the Lord after. And lastly, if we follow through, then we're allowing the Lord to shine right on through. So thank you.
0: Heavenly Father, there are things in our world today that ought not to be. And we, we bring uh, this situation before you. It's gone on far too long, Father. And uh, evil has uh, stepped in, but we, we come against that in Jesus' name. Lord you are, you are you are great. We sa- we everything we sang about today we were honoring you and you are great father. And we we bring this situation, we bring these two people that are going to court, father, and we pray for your justice to be done, father, in this situation. I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. And all people said. Amen. 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 Well, it was it was pretty pretty interesting. Um Sue, Sue shared about our mindsets and what they, they need to be or what they should be. And uh, it, re- it really sh- it struck, struck a chord in me and I wanted to find out more. I wanted to go to scriptures to find out more. I, I wanted to get the lingo right. And uh, I, I, I looked at it Almost all week, and uh, it was um, it was really it was really interesting. And Sue, Sue and I have said to you that we don't. Uh, she said something last week about when when we 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 don't always know who's going to be sharing on a given day because we want our words to be God's words for you. So they are Rhema. So they are they are real to you. So they speak to you. And, and last week, obviously the word m- spoke to Maureen and sh- and God spoke to her and she phoned Sue and said, "Yeah, i a I got a word to share. But that's the place we want to live. I mean in the, in the times that we're in right now, it's not not uh, it's no no more time for flowerly flowerly religion this the, the rubber is hitting the road now and and we see it wherever we look like i um you 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 know the situation with my wife and um, she is carrying I'm, I'm i'm wording this right she's carrying cancer and it's going to be let go really soon you know, when we went through the first chemos, um, I was excited. Cancer markers were dropping, and, and they wanted to be under 35, and I believe they, were, they made it down to 8. And Jan said to the oncologist, so what does this mean? And the oncologist said, well, you're cancer-free. Well, that means something different in an oncologist, and it means something different to Jan and I. Because it came back. So she was not, in a godly sense, cancer-free. But that time's coming. And God kind of spoke to me and said, Yeah, Bruce, eh, chemo's okay, and it's kind of keeping at bay. But healing is only going to come through me. Uh Only through me. So this is a season. And I think of Richard Sherrod. The, the lady with the blood issue. That was 12 years. You know, we, wa- we want things to happen right away. That's human nature. It's God's time. And in his season, in his season, and he's in this. He's in all of this. You know, COVID, vaccines, no vaccines, on and on and on. He's in all of this. And, he, and, and I really believe the purpose of all of this is to get our attention. He wants his church back. He wants to run his church. He doesn't want me to run his church. He wants the Holy Spirit in me, the Comforter to work in Sue, in you, in all of you, as you walk, as you go outside of this place, as you... and I've, I've been to where you work? I played a ball tournament where you work. What a crazy place that is! It's a mountain prison, right? That's where you're at. Can't, so oh, can't. Okay, that's, so, so you're you're in the biggie. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the I was oh, uh, I was in the I was I was in the other place. <laughs> that's but it, it's a little crazy too. But there is a season. There is a season now, and God. God is creating opportunities for us, like never before, to reach out to people, to, to um, you know, share with them. You know, it's been, you know, COVID comes, and it kind of, that's kind of when we learned about ovarian cancer. Janet was carrying ovarian cancer, and... Uh, I would, I would absolutely love to tell you that I rose above that every second, every minute. I didn't. Was I, and, and what, was I overwhelmed? Yes. I was overwhelmed by it all. But I still fought. I still t- tried to use those weapons. A prayer on Friday. I was thinking about, thinking about this and thinking about... Uh, Mindset and all of that. And God says, you know what, Bruce? Overwhelmed and my mindset can't live on the same street. They can't live the same street. That doesn't mean that we don't go through seasons of stuff. Don't, don't think it's perfection that we attain. Because we don't but he lives in us. It's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me. And, that, and that's the same for you. Um, and how God works in our lives. Like, a, this, this to me, this, the, the mindset thing, you know, Sue, God lays that on her heart, speaks to Maureen, speaks to me. You know, I'm in, I'm in the kitchen getting the emblems sorted out, and Sue says, oh, Maureen phoned and wondered if she could share a little bit about, you know, what, what uh, I shared last Sunday. And I said, oh good, we're going to have part one, part two, and part three. <laughs> but praise God. But it all started because Sue listened to God. And then he, then he speaks to us. That, that, can you grasp that? That's an amazing, amazing thing that he does for us. And He walks with us. And He talks with us. And He, or, uh, what is that? he orders my footsteps. You know, a man has plans. We have our plans. But God orders our footsteps. God orders our footsteps. Wow! I'm in. I'm in. I, I'll probably be overwhelmed. Maybe this isn't positive confession. I'll probably be overwhelmed a few more times. But I get it to the end. Sue, Sue had said, Sue said uh, what, what, um, how did that go? I said, oh, I haven't been sleeping very good. This was last Sunday. And she says, oh, well, you're going to hear about mindset today. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't quite like that. I embellished it a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Sue said, just a little bit. But do you, you know what happens when I wake up at three in the morning? And I I get overwhelmed. Then I fight. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Over and over and over and over. It's on repeat. And then I'll pray. And then I'll sing. And sometimes it's a couple hours to get past it. But that that's what he calls us to do. She says change change that change change our thinking. Where I was I was sitting there talking with Jan at the. Living room table yesterday, and I needed something. I got to tell you, I needed something, and I was was talking to her about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. How they still had to go into the fiery furnace. They, you know, they weren't burned or anything, but they still had to go through it. And God persevered. Daniel, he still had to go into the lion's den. God persevered. And then there's a knock on the door. And it's D. Coming with a bunch of flowers. And the the whole flower thing. We had just thrown out the last batch of flowers that someone gave us. And God brought us a new batch. (laughs) D. And of course, yeah. (laughs) Of course, I cried. (laughs) But at that moment, and I said, D. you. God brought you for me today, for right now. I mean that time frame, at that very moment. Sue and Gord said this to, to me coming home from prayer early in the morning. I, uh, we had had a lady cleaning up Omen Opas yard because we're we're looking after their their house too because they're they're in Fraser Lodge, but there was this pile of weeds that. I said to the lady, I'll take care of that. That Well, it only took me seven months. <laughs> but then when I finally did it, and usually on that street, you can take all of this stuff and throw it in the bush <laughs> where, where the coca Coca-Cola is, because there's piles and piles of stuff that people drop into the bush. And I'm going, no, God, I don't really want to do that. And I wrestled with that. God says, no, take it to the garbage. They go, but I don't want to pay. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't want to pay. Why? You know, just think about that. You pay to take your garbage somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. But I take it there, get weighed, and I... I, I didn't get weighed. Well, I guess I was in the car, so part of, so part of my weight was there, too. But they weigh you, and then when you leave, when, you, when, the, when the garbage is gone, you pay for the difference. So I'm unloading, and it's a turnaround, and they're putting pylons everywhere where they're closing everything down. And it's like 10 in the morning, 10, shouldn't be closed. I'm going, gee, am I going to get out of here? Did they know that I almost was going to take this and put it in the Is That's what happened? So I come up to the gate, and he says, This is your lucky day. The power just went out. You don't have to pay. And I took that from God as a message, and I, I gloried in that. At that moment, I had the right mindset. I go, Hallelujah! I'm in. I'm in. So I got it right once that day. <laughs> and then D. There was a lady from the Blue Moose that doesn't work there anymore. Saw me and knew about Jan. Asked about Jan. And she phones. She phones our house. I didn't even know she had my phone number. Says, oh, I have some food for you. And I'm thinking, it's free store food <laughs> to, to give away. And I said, oh, yeah, okay, you can yeah come anytime. She brought us the biggest um, dish of homemade chow mein noodles and chicken, and and she had she had stripped, you know, made eggs and then stripped them and laid them on the top, and it was it was just beautiful. And we're going, how are we going to eat all this stuff? So so we ate we ate lots of it, and Maureen was talking about that too. This is the season. Let's, uh, let's just look at first, first Peter five ten. And the God of all grace, who called you to his, his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast to him by the power forever and ever. Once you've suffered a little while, he, he, is, he is calling us to reach out like never before. I believe that's true. I believe that's true. And in and in and in different ways. Second Corinthians 10. This was, this was really really neat to me. 2 uh, Corinthians 10, 3, 4, and 5. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Think about that for a while. You know, we, somehow, sometimes we want to wage war like the world does. But God has a different plan. There's, there's, there's new things, new things going on. He doesn't want us to wage war like the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Lord, I, pr- I pray that all over Crystal River Court. All over Crystal River Court. We demolish strongholds. We have divine power to do that. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ sounds like sounds like mindset we take every thought captive we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take every thought thought we take we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Mm -hmm. Praise God that He's he's doing that that in us, that He's he's working that out. You know, the the way that we've done things in the past, I'm not sure it's going to be the same. It's, It's a new season, and He's calling us to that, a different way of doing things. I mean, an absolute, one, one year, the word for the year we had was absolute trust. And I believe that's, that's where he's going. He wants us to absolutely trust him. When I shared on revival, that's what it talked about. Absolute trust in everything. Isaiah 26.3. I'll read it from the beginning. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah, We have a strong city. God makes salvations its walls and ramparts. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter and the nation that keeps faith. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is steadfast because it trusts in you. In the King James, it's even better. You will be kept in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. When your mind is stayed on him. Because he trusts in you. And then uh, Psalm, Psalm 61, 2. But I'll start with one. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint, overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. It's bigger than me. God. Stu talked about the, the magnifying glass. God's way bigger than that. And He's way a well, rock that is higher than I. Let's go to it. We'll close with Ephesians, Ephesians six. I mean, all of, and all of this was in the framework of during, during the week, God, I don't want to be overwhelmed by all this stuff. I want to be overwhelmed by you. I want my heart to be stayed on him. Jesus. Yes. I'll start at 10. And it's the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I read, I read somewhere, Satan doesn't know our thoughts. He cannot read our minds. But you know what? He knows our tendencies because he watches what we do. He knows our tendencies. Guard your thoughts. Guard your thoughts. What, it, what did it say? Take every thought captive. You know why I like that? Because he tells me I just have to stand firm. I don't have to run around doing a thousand things. He wants me to stand firm with his armor on. And all these other things, all the other weapons we have, prayer, praise, loving people. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with a readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Right here. We got the good news. She senses something, something's different. It's Jesus. Oh, I mean, I'm ugly. (laughs) Without Jesus, I'm ugly. With Jesus... I look pretty good (laughs) for 68. (sighs) In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one fiery darts. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an ambassador in change. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Pray also for me. Pray also for us, Lord. We we just pray that when we open our mouths, words may be given to us so that we will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Lord, I pray that on us here today. Pray that we may declare it fearlessly as we should. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much how you lead and guide us. Thank you how Sue, getting a word from you, is is growing and percolating in us and that you you gave something to Maureen and gave something to me and are all all the other things that went on the words that were spoken today father they're 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 from you father and we thank you for that thank you for leading and guiding us and and we just pray Pray that that would always be on us. That you would always lead and guide and that it wouldn't be about us. That it's always, always about you. Pray that our minds, we have perfect peace because our minds are stayed on thee, Father. I pray that for each one. We we would take every thought Every thought captive. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. That is that is f- forgiven, forgiving, forgiven me completely. All my imperfections, Father. All these imperfections that I have, and I, I'm just absolutely amazed that that you still you still you still love me. You still want to work through me. Thank you Lord God. Thank you for your grace covers all that. Bless each one. Bless bless our our time together Lord. Bless the coming week and give us opportunities to speak of your love yes. on the outside outside of this place Father. Thank you for the family that we have here that you you have drawn us together for a season such as this. Bless you, Lord. Thank you so much. Pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.